Today's read, Midnight, A Gangsta Love Story by Sister Soja, Chapter 58, The Gifts. She got mad when she pulled the Bergdorf Goodman shopping bag from out of the back of the closet in our bedroom. True, the bag was a little bit wrinkled, but the gift that she had given to me was still in there, in perfect condition. It was a large box with a thick silver ribbon wrapped around all four sides, topped off with a big silver bow. She grabbed the bag by mistake when she was reaching for something else. When she realized what it was, she got disappointed and dropped it on the bedroom floor and began softly telling me off in Japanese for not having opened her gift to me. I laughed at her. It was my first reaction. It was hard for me to get angry at my pretty wife who didn't even know how to scream the right way. She was cute, pushing her words out forcefully. Her voice was barely above her usual seductive whispers. It was humorous to me having to guess at what she was saying. Besides, this was our first married argument. Since she was just going on in Japanese, I started answering her back in English. Akimi, I should have opened it, but at the time that you gave it to me, I had too much on my mind. I really wasn't focused on the gift, I said to her calmly. I was sitting on the bed while she was standing up, one hand on her little waist. She started saying something else emotional. When she finally stopped talking, she poked her lips out and pouted at me. I guess she was frustrated. No Sashi and no cousin here to interpret. No sensei or anyone familiar. Just me and her. Bring it to me. I'll open it right now, I told her. But she just stared at me angrily, not knowing what I meant. I just kept smiling at her. I couldn't help it. That's just how she made me feel. Besides, I felt I had the upper hand, even though I was wrong for not opening her gift. I knew that my smile alone would melt her, slowly. And by now, I knew how to make her feel good, deep inside. To give her so much pleasure that she would be helpless. To win her over completely. I guess I was growing up more each day feeling myself and becoming more confident in my power. I think becoming intimate placed another level of strength into my manhood. Bring it to me, I gestured this time. She turned her back like she wasn't willing to speak to me. I lay down on my bed and waited. Not even 30 seconds passed before she started to peek back at me to see what I was doing and why I was not reacting to her. When I caught her eye, I said it again and gestured once more. Bring it to me. I sat up again. She bent over and picked the gift up. She held it and just stared at me. Come on, I called her over. She walked towards me reluctantly, but she was still coming. When she reached me, I grabbed her by her waist and tossed her down on the bed. She dropped the present on the floor. I pulled her arms up over her head and held them there. She started cursing me again, which got me crazy heated. I tried to kiss her and she turned her face away and used her knee to kick me, 
With one leg, easily, I pinned both of her legs down. She tried to wiggle herself loose. I just looked at her squirming. I love you, Akini. I love you too much. I began sucking her neck. When I took one glance at her, I saw her lips had parted. I knew I was on my way. I put my hand on her skirt and grabbed at her. She exhaled. I slid my hand under her skirt and into her panties. I used my middle finger, slid it inside of her and stroked her clitoris gently. She tried to resist me with her words, with whatever she was saying, but her body was already on my side. Her talk turned to moans. They started off softly and grew louder and louder. I bit her nipple and let her express herself. Her moaning was so erotic to me anyway. When I pulled my hand away, her legs were just beginning to tremble. She pulled my hand and tried to place my finger back where I had it. I turned her around and yanked down her blouse. She purposely rolled herself off of the mattress and onto the floor. She lay there on her back, speaking to me in Japanese now so sweetly as I took off my jeans and my shorts. When I came down on the floor, she began playing at escape. She crawled away from me. I grabbed her by her foot and pulled her leg back. She was face down. I mounted her and entered her pussy from behind. I could feel the pulse inside of her, throbbing and pulling and clutching. The new position got her crazy. She screamed out her pleasure. With both of my hands gripping, Beneath her body and holding her warm breasts, I humped slow, steady, yet forcefully until I couldn't hold back any longer. I busted inside of her, it seemed like endlessly. When my body eased up, she turned herself around. Immediately, she squeezed her legs together tightly to stop herself from shaking and then started kissing me all over there was no more anger. I had conquered her, and in the process, I conquered myself. We played in the shower, feeling free. No one was at home. We marked up each other's bodies, which was becoming a habit because we still couldn't control our passion. In the living room, all fresh, wearing only her panties, she lay on a big pillow and sunk inside like a clam in its shell. Her henna designs made her look continuously royal, exotic, and erotic. She was just lying there, staring at me with such love. But more than that, she had awe in her eyes, or was it amazement? I was wearing my boxers, about to go to my room and grab my t-shirt, but her stare held me there. What's up, I asked her. She broke out in a big-ass smile. I went and sat beside her. She threw her leg into my lap and pulled herself up. She turned in towards me and then straddled me. She just began hugging me, her head lying on my shoulder. We just sat silently like that. No sex, 
just hugging and rocking, I thought my heart would burst. In my room, her soft hand rubbed a light coat of oil onto my skin, my neck, my shoulders. Then arms and chest and stomach. She took much longer than I would have taken getting myself ready to get dressed, but it felt a million times better letting her do it. As she finally got down to my calves and ankles, she began rubbing oil onto my feet. Suddenly, she just looked up at me from below and smiled. She lay in my lap so I could do her next. As I touched different parts of her body with the oil, I was watching her subtle reactions, how her toes curled when I oiled the insides of her thighs. I dropped some tiny droplets of fragrance onto her neck from a small crystal bottle. I pressed my nose to it to see how it mixed with the natural scent of her skin. I got high and found my tongue inside her mouth. We were sliding and climbing and climaxing all over again. Later, after we were finally fresh and dressed, she came and sat in my lap, holding her gift. I finally unwrapped the ribbon and opened the box, and inside of it was another box wrapped in a maroon ribbon with a maroon bow. I just looked at her and she cracked up laughing, so pleased with herself. I unwrapped the maroon ribbon and opened the box and there was another box with a green ribbon and bow. She laughed again. The next box with the blue ribbon and bow had something inside. I opened it and peeled back the tissue paper. It was baby clothing, a tiny little yellow dress and laced socks, all in one pajamas and booties and baby shoes, a baby boy's jumper and a matching hat. I held the dress up, looking at it curiously. She leaned in and kissed me on the cheek. I looked up at her. She smiled and said softly, touching herself, babies, please. I just looked at her, recalling what was happening between us when she first gave me this gift. It was the day after the Coney Island trip the fight and the black eye. She must have bought these expensive baby clothes with the price tag still attached sometime after we had our talk about marriage in the ice cream store. I thought about how she seemed to never have doubted her love for me. She seemed to never have doubted that she wanted to live her life with me, have children for me. The more I thought about it, the more emotional I felt the feeling began to overpower me. She reached back in the box again and pulled out a slim box wrapped in a gold ribbon with a miniature gold bow. She handed it to me. I hoped it wasn't jewelry or anything expensive. I felt the meaning behind the baby clothes and her intention and loyalty were more than enough and greater than anything else. But she insisted and her eyes were so eager I unwrapped and opened the slim box and discovered two season passes to the New York Knicks basketball games at Madison Square Garden for the upcoming season.